What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Thigh Gap Podcast. This is Bogus Noog and as always, I'm joined by Being Brute. Brute, welcome back to the show. New week, new episode and this week we are doing It's Not Easy Conflict. Conflict. And this topic actually comes to us as a suggestion by one of our dear listeners. Mm-hmm. So if anyone else has any other ideas for It's Not Easy topics, you can definitely get in touch with us at mindthygap at gmail.com, which is our email address. Right. And on Twitter, we are at thigap. And on Instagram, we are at underscore thigap. And on Facebook, we are. So yeah, get in touch. And let us know what you think is not easy. So, Brute, as is our want, conflict will first define it. Mm-hmm. What is the objective definition that we're finding online? Okay. Which obviously we should not trust. Right. And also what... It's propaganda. Yeah. And also in what context are we using this word in this particular episode? Right. So, Brute, the definition I find is a serious disagreement or argument, mm-hmm. typically a protracted one. This is trigonometry. It's not. <laughs> it is not English. So that's what they say. Um, they that's mean what, by conflict. That's what they said. But uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about conflict in the sense the literal definition, of course, like a fight, a clash, right? A war, a battle. Mm-hmm. But then there's also uh, the positive aspect of it, which is two opposing sides going against each other, whether that's opposing sides or opposing ideas. Um, just disagreement, right? you know, while having a conversation with someone when you're trying to brainstorm ideas. So basically, it is two opposing forces mm-hmm. going against each other and what comes out as a result. So this is what I'm going to be talking about as okay. far as conflict is concerned. Brood, what about you? So I agree to the fact what you said in mm-hmm. terms of the definition of, you know, it's an opposing ideologies mm-hmm. or anything that is opposing in nature, right? like the broader scheme of things. But my premise of today's episode of why it's not easy, which is conflict, Mm -hmm. is going to conflict with your ideas. That is what I would like to focus on in this episode is I fundamentally feel there are two types of conflicts for every individual. Okay. And one is an external conflict they have, Mm -hmm. which is with the outside world. What are the insinuations they put upon you? What are the judgments they put upon you Mm -hmm. or the kind of perception they build upon you, etc. And then there is this internal conflict, which you have with yourself, which is like the great Shakespeare has said Mm. to be or not to be. Right. You know, so that would be my premise on which I feel conflict can be best tackled and best explain why it's not easy. So why is it not easy? Well, first and foremost, we all have a vague understanding of our intellect. Okay. You know, uh, we all feel that we fit in a certain bar of intelligence Mm -hmm. and anything which doesn't fit in that bar, Mm -hmm. we instantly feel that that's against us. Okay. Whether it's, it's lower the bar or higher the bar, it doesn't matter. But if it doesn't fit in that bar that we feel where we sit at, as an intellectual property, then we immediately feel that this is against us. So, you know, I'm going to retaliate. For example? For example, uh, let's take political ideas, Mm. right? You often see that people argue about political ideas so much, right? And it's it's a fad nowadays that... It's an armchair uh, 
dopamine yeah, hit yeah, yeah it's like the the easiest thing there is no positive output to this conversation yeah but you just entertain that because you feel that you have some you can have some like this intellectual conversation mm. and i find it absolutely futile mm. so if you if you look at two people speaking on politics and generally when they are supporting two different parties yeah they always see that that the other person tries to come up with his facts or they start putting across these inconsequential data mm. right and they're countered by equally inconsequential data mm. so nobody kind of speaks to the merit of the conversation but it's just like two people having this heavy difference of opinion just because it doesn't fit into their intellectual bar it's like on the surface it's a conflict about political parties but yeah. underneath the surface it kind of gets personal it's a conflict between these two people now as to right. who, who's going to win right who's it becomes blink, a competition who's going to blink first right basically. right absolutely so that is a very vague example you can put that particular scenario in anything put it in sports mm-hmm. you know fanatism is where you see this fanaticism fanaticism mm, mm. is where you see this idiocracy where you both are not playing for that club yeah. you both don't own that club yeah. the people who own that club don't care about you yeah everything is not connected to you mm-hmm. right but for those two people it's life or death yeah so that is another huge example of the concept of this you know the conflict which is primarily in, you know in an external scenario mm. in an internal scenario i think nobody could have explained it i think a lot of psychologists said that this is the purest form of conflict for an individual mm-hmm. which is what shakespeare has written which is to be or not to be existentialism existentialism mm. identity crisis you mm. know uh, the constant pressure of oh i need to portray myself in a b c d ways right. but i can't because of x y z reasons but mm. but if i don't then this will happen so this murky kind of this internal conflict we face every single day mm. which only is pushing us deeper and deeper into a darker tunnel is what i i mean i think internal conflict everybody can resonate with mm. because you know you are the best example you know what's happening inside your head yeah. so that's you know why i feel it is not easy because there's so many things mm. we do not have the tendency to look at the bigger picture yeah right we are very circumstantial in nature we are very vicinity oriented in nature yeah uh, we are very you know groomed by our surroundings kind of things right we grow yeah. up with that yeah so all those things only skew our perspectives mm. and at no point and when you're in conflict when when you're put in that position you're often trying to make the most of what you have mm. and not really realizing that you don't have a lot mm. so you're just like bludgeoning through the conversation right. without really knowing where you're going until unless you really get hurt yeah yeah no i agree with what you're saying and primarily you're drawing this as a contrast between external conflict and internal conflict yeah the way i look at it is as in terms of you know why it is not easy mm-hmm. at the very fundamental level and i think there are levels to this right but at the most fundamental level it's once again that magic trick that's being played mm-hmm. which is the definition or the meaning of a word is slightly being modified yeah that itself is where a lot of people miss you know what the actual essence of a word is right. or a concept is for example conflict is it always draws this um interpretation of you know something negative like a conflict is always a fight a yeah. battle or a struggle yeah or something like that but it's conf- violent yeah but a conflict is just uh opposing charges like plus or minus right going up against each other you know a conflict is nothing but friction 
you it's know, a necessary evil. It's a it's not even an evil because if without friction, there are so many things that we would not be able to do. Yeah, you know, we would not be able to sit in one place, record our podcast like this. Right, our mic stands would not stand in one place. Yeah, nothing would be possible without friction. You would have died. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Now, <laughs> so. If friction itself plays such a big part uh, in our lives, hmm. it propels us forward, hmm. you know, to execute our plans and all that stuff. Friction is nothing but a form of conflict, yeah. and it's happening all the time. You know, two surfaces are going up against each other, and you are using that right uh, to move ahead. That's the positive aspect of conflict. You know, that gets lost. Which is, are there any benefits first of all to conflict? You know, so when you talk about external and internal, right? I agree with that. I also think there is healthy and unhealthy conflict and you can mix all of these things because they're all true I feel. Yeah, the reason why I chose the internal and external is one it is much more relatable. Two, as an individual bogus, I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't care. Yeah, but which is why I'm asking you whether you know it or not. Never did. Uh once again your intellectual bar is like mm-hmm. supremely slim. For me nothing is right or wrong until it has unfolded. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a conflict, when you're in the conflict, mm-hmm. you don't know whether it's a right conflict or the wrong conflict until unless you see the outcome. You don't know what you have. Aluminum. <laughs> I mean did did you get what I was saying? For me, if you could somehow mm-hmm. take out the name tags of positive and negative mm. from everything in the dictionary right then you start realizing that okay you know what everything is basically extremely subjective yeah like the other word which i felt which is extremely misused or misinterpreted is ego mm. and we are digressing yeah. but just to draw a parallel to what you mentioned about conflict mm. ego is also like oh his ego is instantly termed as such a negative trait yeah but no it's not yeah we function because of an ego yeah so how can something which is the root cause of our functionality be so negative I it's know. about the application at the end know. of the day i know i totally agree and stay tuned for more in ego it's not yeah. easy <laughs> coming soon premonition is yes. not uh, easy not Premonition. easy <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> not easy you name it <laughs> it's not easy it's going to be an episode <laughs> yeah but you get the point right like conflict i i agree to what you said mm. but as like if you look at it in a very very twisted perspective then anything has like two shades of it has two sides of the coin right but let's stick to this this particular topic like so if if it's saying that conflict is a healthy conflict and unhealthy conflict mm. I agree with you. Yeah, but what is not easy is the fact that it starts with this where the meaning itself gets derailed a little right, bit. Right, right. You only think it's negative. Yeah. The next level is of course because you only think it's a negative thing, hmm. you want to avoid it. You know, all of us, most yeah. of us are conflict avoidant right. in nature. Oh, now I get the point. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Just for the fact that something has a negative connotation or yeah. has a has like a tone of negativity in it yeah. we instantly feel like oh i'm better off when i don't have it around me yeah you just know that there's going to be some unpleasantness yeah. here there's going to be some awkwardness here yeah. so that's the reason why you want to avoid it because you think it's only negative but it's not only negative yeah. there are, there is some conflict which is healthy and that's the reason why it's important to know because then you go into the phase of conflict management which is nothing but you manage yourself in such a way where you are avoiding the unhealthy conflict but you're focusing your energies on the healthy form of conflict but that's for later yeah but i have another question so okay there is one thing where we feel that okay 
people avoid conflict because it's an awkward scenario or yeah. they have a misinterpreted understanding of the concept of conflict there's also that fear of consequence right there's going to be a consequence if i walk into this conflict now ha huh. i could end up on the losing side you know got it mm mm-hmm. what else do you think might make people move away from a conflict i think insecurities yeah fear of uh, consequence then assuming that it's always and only negative you know mm. conflict is always and only unhealthy conflict mm. but that is another layer of it and the other layer of it is of course as we were talking before it's about that fight or flight or freeze mm. dynamic that right. all of us encounter whenever we're thrown into a conflict situation right we have to within a fraction of a second decide what's our way forward going to be right are we going to fight or are we going to flight right or are we going to freeze the worst of all these three at all times is freeze of course yeah like without a doubt that yeah. is like lose freeze lose. and look away <laughs> yeah that is like lose 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 yeah. there's no win in that right but when it comes to fight there is a benefit to fighting yes you may think the downside is when you fight you're also accepting some amount of damage right. some collateral so you have to eat that loss but it is important to fight because when really push comes to shove you know there's no more diplomacy there's no more there comes a point where none of that is useful anymore right so you have to get down to it and you have to get dirty yeah so it's an unavoidable and that's the reason why we want to keep it at a minimum so that's the reason why i think it is healthy to choose uh, when it's you know choose those situations when they are tied to our principles or our core values which you know we would not really give up or we should not ideally be giving up yeah but for flight flight also there can be a positive aspect to it which is and people tend to have this mis- misconception also that flight is also like a negative thing like you're a yeah. loser you're a coward if you run away yeah. but you're not because you have to choose your fight smartly you have to know what your limits are what your capability is if in that situation you would not win hmm. then strategically you should choose another time another day uh, basically but you should not go into it knowing unless you're of course sacrificing for a higher cause or something like that yeah but otherwise you have to play it smart and you have to um, you know know your limitations so that you can lift a fight another day basically so yeah. flight also has a lot of benefit to it yeah i think every man who's ever been married understands that the flight strategy mm. especially when he has to walk away from an argument with his wife yeah they will know how much courage it takes to actually execute the flight strategy yeah right i guess yeah so, yeah you guess and i know mm. <laughs> but there's another thing that i was thinking about and i'm just putting it out on the table the other reason why i find conflict is not easy mm. is it easily becomes personal right you know yeah whether it might be between two groups mm. whether it might be between two individuals or mm. two different colleagues or friends or whoever it is mm. i think the fear is one is the fear of consequence or fear of failure or fear of incapability of you know dealing with the conflict yeah the other is i think it's the fear of losing the relation you know in the sense like you have a conflict mm. and you're like shit if we don't disagree on this how will we ever you know sit in a room and talk to each other mm. yeah you know that's another huge reason i feel why people don't get into conflict no i think that's true because whether you're talking about a serious office related you know conversation yeah. professional uh, deliberation over a problem or you talk about two guys who are arguing cricket right you know it can go equally bad yeah because there is no separation or no detachment yeah. from the idea speaking of detachment, detachment. Yeah. it's a previous episode of yeah, i guess podcast yeah uh, detachment is not easy check it out subscribe and share yeah so <laughs> you know it 
there is no separation like they don't get detached like i throw out an idea and you throw out an idea and it happens all the time with us by the way yeah and we should not lose sight of the idea and start you know bickering about each other and oh you you just spoke so negatively about me yeah, bro what is so negative about making, my idea making it important as to who would win or who blinks first yeah <laughs> rather than that actual problem yeah or the idea that we were debating one of the things is we are so competitive in nature or we are you know we grow up to be so competitive yeah. in nature yeah we somehow feel that if our thought doesn't succeed mm. we are unsuccessful yeah and so yeah it's not easy at this level itself because people can't detach themselves from their ideas right. they start arguing the person rather than arguing the idea yeah the next layer why it becomes even more not easy is because even if say from your side you come to an argument thinking you approach it thinking okay i'm going to be a healthy conflict kind of guy yeah i'm only going to argue the point i'm not going to demean the person that i'm arguing with i'm not going to make it personal so even if you come with that approach right the other guy also has to come with that approach right right it takes two hands to clap otherwise yeah. it's not going to happen yeah so even if you come with a sincere approach to you know stay uh, mature about it hmm. the other person might be flinging shit at you yeah so then what do you do in that situation you Flight. can't you can't be uh, arguing poetry with someone who's literally flinging shit at you yeah it's a different <laughs> language being spoken right so the higher level of challenge where it still does not become easy yeah. even though you realize it yourself and you're tr- wanting to do it mm-hmm. you're trying to you know make the situation better by uh, improving it at least from your side but then the only way for that you know the only work around for that is for you to learn or for you to be a good enough negotiator or know a little bit of the art of negotiation so that you can now make the other person realize like if they're not able to understand subtext spell it out for them like make them realize that hey you may be getting a little excited but if you notice i'm not interrupting you i'm only arguing the point here i have nothing against you let's just figure out about this problem hmm. let's try to solve this problem otherwise you and me I, from my side we are good right. we have no issues so this kind of understanding like you still have to do that now and that's also a conflict situation you know it's, it's a conflict in conflict it's a conflict in conflict and that's the reason why it still does not get any easier yeah even when you want to bring that into the world but it's not being met with uh, the same uh, attitude attitude so you have to take one step further and try to do this now try to make that person understand that hey there's a better way to go about this i want to do it what about you let's do it this way what do you say even then if he starts if he still keeps flinging shit yeah then you are pretty much it's a don corleone moment you know in the godfather yeah he negotiates 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 uh-huh. up to a point yeah when he reaches his breaking point he doesn't yell he doesn't get excited nothing he just throws his hands up in the air uh-huh. helplessly and he walks out of the room and all of the people who are still in that room they are shitting bricks now because they know that this they guy ticked off the wrong that's guy that's it they know that the most patient man in the room yeah has lost, lost his patience, patience now yeah so that's the other side of it you know yeah so why is it important bro like we've gone into i think a lot of depth into why it is not easy and honestly there are many reasons why <laughs> I was just, I was actually easy. yeah I was still kind of racking my brain around as to it is so out there and amazingly we don't talk about it like honestly for any it's not easy topic that we've done so far huh. I don't think we've been able to come up with these many reasons for why for, it's not why easy is, yeah 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 this seems to have like level Le- by level yeah, by it's, level it's challenge. a lot of layers yeah um for one why it is important for me is very simple I think conflict kind of gives you a clarity of where you stand 
it's mm. it's kind of like a practical introspection mm. or it's a practical version of introspection when you go into conflict whether it be with yourself or with someone else and once you see the outcome mm-hmm. you kind of see like okay this is where i stand this is what is my capability right right which is why conflict is very important and which is why it's very important to entertain and understand the nature of conflict mm. broadly this is one of the reasons the second reason is and this is out of my personal experience when whenever you go into a conflict mm. and then you come out of it most often than not you're coming out of a conflict irrespective of the reason uh, output right. whether it's in favor of you or not in favor of you mm. irrespective of that what you tend to realize is that you could only come out of it because you finally stepped out of your shoes mm. and started observing the whole picture okay so conflict kind of invariably improves your your observation skills or mm. looking at things from like a bird's eye you develop a peripheral vision mm. if i can say that mm. like because there will come a point in a conflict saying that okay fine am i even right right you know when a conflict kind of extends yeah say like you're in a relationship mm. and it's not a great relationship you're kind of like going back and forth mm. blah 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 and there is obviously initially you're like i'm doing everything i can it's the other person who's not doing anything yeah and then there will come a point where you kind of start doubting yourself okay okay let me take a step back am i really as right as i think i am and then you kind of step out and start trying to see the things from the other person's perspective mm. which is what makes great debaters right like yeah. guys who are great negotiators or debaters yeah they are able to do that with like in a snap empathize right yeah. they empathize so yeah even empathy is something that you can you can develop mm. but conflict is that lab where you can go to build observation skills mm. uh where you can go to like i said open your perspective mm-hmm. to a wider focal length right so that is why it is important to really engage in a conflict mm-hmm. and you know to not worry about what's the outcome to right. not worry whether if it is in my favor or not in my favor mm. but to more or less worry about the merit of the conflict like you say the root cause of the conflict yeah. and see like okay why is this in the place in the first place what am i doing here yeah what am i supposed to do going forward etc mm. etc et you break it down you know put in the process of analyzing anything yeah. by the way process it's not easy uh, it's not easy yeah. we have a episode on that mm. and then you start realizing that oh you know i started seeing things which i didn't see otherwise yeah. right because you're so focused in like diffusing the conflict mm. you kind of miss a lot of things around yeah which is why i say if you're smart about going around navigating if you figure out how to navigate through a conflict mm. then you can almost for certain say that you've developed observation skills yeah. you've developed you know listening skills or whatever it takes to build that peripheral vision yeah yeah no that's true and why i think it's important is but i think we really need to understand that it is an unavoidable you know as long yeah. as you're alive yeah it is unavoidable because we are you know born in nature so all yeah. the laws of nature apply to us we can't escape this system yeah so one of the basic fundamental laws of nature one of the fundamental building blocks of creation itself yeah is conflict, conflict. you know a seed grows through the soil only through that friction through yeah. that conflict otherwise it's not going to happen yeah you know a butterfly becomes a butterfly only because it's it has to first of all break through that cocoon yeah if it can't break through it then it's nature nature's way of filtering it out you know as a weak uh, specimen of the species so it's part of the evolutionary cycle itself that this bug now has to break out of that cocoon in order to be a butterfly otherwise it's going to die so 
I even remember uh, there was an evolutionary biologist who came to Joe Rogan's podcast once long mm-hmm. back. And he was talking about how we don't realize that evolution, we think, oh, we look, we look at the cavemen and we look at the Neanderthals. And then we think, oh, yeah, they were evolving, you know, and now we are here, you know, started from the bottom. Now we here. Now, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah. You still are evolving. Yeah. You know, it hasn't stopped. So evolutionarily, uh, whenever you see conflicts between tribes, between genotypes, between races, that is also nature's way of engineering that strongest will survive kind of mechanism right you know it's not happening because oh i hate your colors you hate my colors you know we hate your team you hate my team whatever when you boil down all of this the reason why we have this groupism tribalism and conflict between these tribes and groups is to figure out what was standing at the end yeah you know because that should continue according to nature right so when it is unavoidable right we all need to understand that eventually it is going to be at our doorstep i think it is always there at your doorstep it is always there whether we we open the door or not exactly so the question is whether it's always going to be at your doorstep and are you going to be prepared for it when it happens or not yeah and if you just took enough care to just be prepared for scenarios like that and then rest of the time you're conflict avoidant that should still be fine right hmm. i'm not much of a solution guy in this it's i don't i mean every man for himself yeah, yeah. like i said i honestly feel that stuff like this stuff like conflict mm. you know all this process acceptance all these things acceptance no i i think i detachment for example Mm. they are all very dynamic in nature as concepts yeah so i honestly feel that there is always a subjective take on how people have to go about because one man's heaven is the other man's hell you know we can't we can't like standardize these things for everybody so i wouldn't probably put like a a concrete reason for why it is important Mm. but from a concept perspective is what i would think of it and that's where i would come to this conclusion that like i i agree to the point rather Mm. where till up till where you say that it is inevitable yeah it is it's going to be there it's going to come to you it's a way of the system yeah it, it is it is what it is yeah so uh Probably I would not, I, I don't know how do I break it down because again, I feel it is again internal evolution, right? Mm. It's the more conflicts you start seeing mm. or you start participating in, mm. the more you start observing the pattern and the more you start relating it to everything around you saying that, oh, you know what? It is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one way to like, just as a suggestion, like one way to break it down, you know, could be uh, there are two you know there are types of conflicts yeah. but if you look at the most extreme black and white examples mm-hmm. one is the hardcore literal conflict you know weapons hands the violent kinds violent kinds yeah and the other is the conflict that you manage uh, in your day-to-day life while still being peaceful yeah verbal conflicts you know or something with body language or something with strategic moves yeah. you know game game moves yeah so those are ways we thankfully have otherwise if we had only one way it to resolve conflicts, it's Mad Max. It's uh, yeah, it's yeah. a matter of time. Yeah, so at least we have ways of uh, dealing with conflict that are not out and out violent, hmm. but it still gives us a measure of you know where we are with that other person that we combated with. Um, the challenge there again is if you have to manage that kind of conflict effectively, you know, verbally or non-violently, then you need your capacities have to be that much more higher. Yeah, your capacity to be articulate to be convincing to be a good negotiator um to be able to demonstrate strength without having to demonstrate it you know kind of simulating that uh strength for example yeah these kind of things come more into play but 
the other reason why i feel it's important is just that whole positive aspect that goes missed out of it you know in our own indian folklore mm. we have one of the most one of the most famous legends that we've had which is the churning of the ocean shaktiman oh oh okay. right. yeah I'm more <laughs> okay much further ancient yeah, okay yeah. got it go either shaktiman uh-huh. the churning of the ocean right what happens in the churning of the ocean is nothing but conflict it's yeah. first of all the overall objective was to churn the ocean so you get this legendary nectar yeah nectar of the gods you drink one drop you're immortal yeah and uh, you have no want for life you have no you escape the cycle of rebirth all that stuff right so the gods and the demons get together demigods and the demons get together to churn this out of the ocean but the first thing that comes out is the deadliest poison yeah ever so many things come out out of that churning and then ultimately at the very end they get the nectar yeah so whenever we go through any kind of churn you mm. know any kind of that's nothing but a conflict yeah so when we're trying to improve ourselves mm. when we're trying to better a situation for ourselves when we're trying to better a life we have to go through these churn phases you will get hardship and the first things to come out will be the challenges will be the stinking toxic poison but you still have to kind of go through that yeah. and the more we do it it gives us practice with the conflict so all we need is that practice right once we have that practice then we are not so shy anymore about oh i want to avoid this because you know i don't like conflict situations the other thing is like you'll see it's true nature that it's not that dangerous yeah i call it the neutralization effect you know when you're a kid if you started playing cricket or any sport for you to play it like like a person who's five years elder to you yeah was like a uphill task right it yeah would, look so gigantic mm. but once you start going to that stage there will come a point where you like you know what whatever i'm imagining it is it's not as big as it sounds or looks like yeah. i can do it you start building that confidence because you're practicing it in yeah. small doses yeah. right? it's just like when you try to build a relationship with a wild animal hmm. you can't just walk in and yeah, be all like, petty and yeah, like, kill you yeah <laughs> you need to you know get closer and i think that is what is happening and build <laughs> you know people are avoiding conflict to such an extent uh. that the one situation where they are having to get into a conflict mode yeah. is where the They're stakes absolutely are absolutely clueless the stakes are way too high yeah. they are way too clueless right. they are very new to this yeah. and so it is disastrous you know because of the lack of practice and then they start labeling that conflicts are not good yeah and that's yeah. why uh, you need everyone needs participation prizes <laughs> and everyone consolation prizes needs a safe space you know all that stuff yeah so basically that's why it's important it is important because when it matters the most you are well prepared <laughs> so that i think bogus we've covered all stones oh yeah i mean a lot more yeah, than a lot planned. more than we yeah actually mm. uh which is all your mistake by the way mm. so guys that is why conflict is not easy It is not easy.